Hi, I'm Zaria Best. Oh my God, okay. And that's <laughs> Leslie Graham. <laughs> and I'm Aubrey Heck. Yeah, and this is season two, episode one of The Typewriter. You're already in season two? Yeah. Because, like, this is a new semester, so I just figured we'd start at, like, for the year semester. <laughs> you don't read anything I send you, do you? Anyways, um, today we're going to be talking about um, sort of like um, the the abortion thing in Texas. Um, We might mention rape. We might mention um, feminism. So if any of those things might bother you, um, this is your trigger warning. Yeah, you might uh, not like this episode. and we invited Aubrey here for just difference of views and stuff. Um, we want different voices and opinions on um, different things that are happening. So, you know, we we don't want it to just seem like it's just me and Leslie just, like, um, telling you our views. But we do tell you our views. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I do not care what y'all think. I'm going to say what I think. <laughs> I mean, Okay. <laughs> Um, this is our podcast, not your podcast. <laughs> Go make your own if you're mad at us. <laughs> Bro, what if they do and, like, we start beef? <laughs> Good. Oh I'll invite Carmelo. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> they don't even know. You can't just be, invi- like, talking about people they don't know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> to start. Oh, just, no. Wait a minute. Okay, to start this off, um, so if for those of you who don't know, Texas recently passed a, is it a law, legislation? It's like an, it's it's a law. A it's, law? It's legislation, so it effectively bans abortion. Okay, yeah. After six weeks. But to be honest, most people don't know if they're pregnant until it's six weeks. And. Or until eight weeks. Also, just to preface this, Leslie is sick. She has the common cold. <laughs> yeah, it's not COVID. I got tested. Uh, they stuck the swab up my nose, and it made my nose bleed. Shout out to that nurse. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when you get, like, the COVID test, like, they go so far. Like, I remember when I had COVID, I had to get tested for it. Yeah. I They literally, like, went so far back up into my nose. Like, I felt it in my teeth. Like, <laughs> I don't know if Dude. that makes any sense. But Dude, I saw a video today that like someone got tested for covid and the swab broke in their nose <gasps> and they had to go to the er i would <laughs> and and like it, their nose was just like bleeding and bleeding i'm like i would Ugh. just kill myself honestly yeah that was that's just the like end. because it hurts when they just do it for a couple seconds let alone it stays there dude they lied to me too they said hey yo um the mucus should help you so you you should be fine and i'm like okay and no, it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. It hurts so bad. And I'm like, listen, I already got a little pea brain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure they picked that out. And like, that's why I'm like this. They took one of the last brain cells. Yeah, they took, they took the last brain cell. <laughs> like, she's out there struggling. Like, bro. Man, I don't know. I, I only got tested in the summer before I got the COVID shot. I mean, like the, um, the vaccine, not... Uh, it's not called the COVID. The vaccine. Yeah. Before I, I got, he got shot <laughs> from COVID. He had a. He had a. <laughs> he ran up on me on the street, man. I was just trying to get home. <laughs> <laughs> no, before I got the vaccine, I got tested, 
and it came negative, but it hurts so bad. They're always like, it's just going to be a quick second. That, it feels like an hour. I'm yeah, gonna be honest. it really <laughs> does hurt. And no, not only that, but like, I got tested here and I got tested in Mexico. Though I don't know what they do in Mexico, but they just went like a little round. Didn't even go up in my nose. And like, they said, anyways, you negative. And I'm like, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't, that's a good thing. Is that a good thing or a bad thing that they don't go far up? I don't know, because then they also would announce, hey, you're negative, like, <laughs> in front of, like, a room full of people. And I'm like, I understand, but at the same time, hey, bro, like, <laughs> what if you positive? Like, what, what happens? You hey, mean? you positive. <laughs> Get in your room. They just take you back, and then you just hear gunshots. <laughs> back out. That was completely unrelated to what just happened. Uh, they were negative, it's we swear. <laughs> they are now. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's construction. It's fine. What kind of construction? There's construction. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's not what this is about. Um. So... Personally, my views, okay, going back to today's topic, my views on it is that it shouldn't be a law. You can be pro-life or pro-choice, you know. It doesn't really matter, but I don't think it should be a law because it could be affecting someone's health. Like, if you're pro-life, then don't have an abortion. It's simple as that. Like, people would say, oh, but the Bible says this, the Bible says that. I don't care, bro. I I don't subscribe to your Bible. I don't subscribe to your holy book. Like if some, if it, it would be the same way if some like other religion came up to me and they said the Torah says this or uh, the Quran says that. I don't care. Like it shouldn't be um, subscribed into law. It's this country people forget was established without a religion and for all the faults of the United States. That is the one thing I honestly cling to because, you know, this is not God's country. It's the United States. Yeah. It is not no God's country. There's no God's country on this earth, bro. Blake Shelton is shaking right now. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that it was at six weeks. I feel like that's so deliberate to be like, we still allow it somewhat. Um, Because, like, with pregnancy tests, they're not really effective until you're a couple days late for your period. So yeah. say it's somewhat someone who has just had a um like a not like a non common period. I f- there's a word for it. I can't. Uh irregular. Irregular cycle. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Irregular cycle and they're like, "Okay, like it's just one of those things." But then like 7 weeks goes by and they're like, "Maybe I need to take a test now." Comes back pregnant, but what how are they supposed to know? This is that's just the normal for them. And yeah. not only that, but they also set up a website for a whistleblower, which I think is ridiculous because, you know, if someone doesn't want to have a child, I think it's the right not to have a child. Because at that point, it's not it's not a child. It's not a baby. It quite literally is a clump of cells. Um, it If something cannot survive outside of your body without, you know, your help, it's not a baby. I'm sorry. Like, we don't classify... Uh, Anything, any other species by that. Once it can be viable by itself, then that's when it becomes that thing. Because other than that, like, like I understand why they did it. It, it. Pro-life, at least, it is the easiest position you can have. It is the easiest um, opinion you can have, honestly, because you don't do anything to be pro-life. You just say you're pro-life, you get to be rude to other people and be mean to other people in front of, uh, an abortion clinic where they're making 
a decision, maybe a difficult decision, um, and then you get to be the moral, su- morally superior person. And, like, for those people who actually go to the abortion clinics, you know not all people who get an abortion actually want to have the abortion. It's like, you know, a lot of women can't actually like carry that baby and it will, it will be super detrimental to their health and it's not recommended from doctors. And so they end up needing like a surrogate or, you know, someone else to carry their baby or, you know, to have it in a lab and maybe, you know, the family member. Um, it's not always like they just, oh, I don't want to take care of a baby. It's not always like, you don't know everyone's situation. Like for me, you know, um, this past May, um, I was raped by a four-year-old man um, who I'm going to call uh, Krispy Kreme Donut because I don't want to say his name because I don't think I'm legally allowed to yet. So KKD? <laughs> no. <laughs> why, why are you trying to figure this out? <laughs> you can't see if I'm doing the face. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not KKD. Those aren't his initials. But if I was to have that baby... I would probably die. Like, I would probably just kill myself. Um, But not only, I read a thing where um, apparently rapists can actually file a lawsuit against, like, against the person that had the abortion. At least in Texas, yes. So not only do, um, do you get raped, you're forced to have this child that you do not want. So... Think about the quality of life for that child. If I didn't want a child, I'm sorry. Like, you know, try as I might, I'd be mean. I'd be super mean, and I'd be super spiteful and resentful, um, which is why I choose not to have children, uh, other than, well, the obvious of, well, I'm gay. Um, <laughs> but if I were to choose to have a child, I would want to have them. I would want with my whole being to have them. And being a parent is a very selfless job. You literally cannot expect anything in return. You can raise that child. You can love that child. You can do everything you need for that child. And they are still entitled not to love you or not to care for you back. Like, that's the job of a parent. So when people say you need to have this child, even though it was forced upon you, you don't want it, you're not ready for it, you know, the quality of the life of that for that child goes down. And not only that, but you're, you know, left with people in this world who um, – are not viable to be parents. Yeah. You know, it. you need to be in completely ready for whatever that child grows up to be, whether you prove it or not. Um, and you have to be ready for that child to say, I hate you, and just leave you. And not to mention, there's so many different um, things that could come of this. There's going to be a huge, maybe second boomer population, right? Yeah the number of babies that are going to come into the world is going to spike everything that's happening. The amount of domestic violence that happens mm-hmm. in-house and abuse for those kids, those numbers are going to spike. Not to mention the child um, care system is already overrun with children. It's overwhelmed with children who, um, that is why I say it. pro-life people, I'm sorry, you are not pro-life. You are pro-forced natalism. You're for that forced birth. Because once that, say, a mother decides to actually keep that child. Say someone um, who has a uterus decides to keep that child. And they, so they go through the programs. They use Social Security. They use WIC. They use food stamps. 
And suddenly you say that they're gold diggers. You say they're welfare queens. When, mind you, the biggest welfare queens are billionaires uh, who literally take your tax dollars and pay themselves even though they're billionaires. It, I think it's very unfair because, you know, these people, if they want to have that child, even if it was forced upon them, you still, you're pro-life until that child grows up to be gay, that child grows up to be transgender, that child, you know, needs food stamps, needs whatever, needs a house, is homeless. You're pro-life until that child, say, grows up, kills someone, and suddenly you're for the death penalty. Pro-life means you're pro-life. If you're going all the way to from birth, you need to be all the way into death no matter what. But you know you don't see that. Why? Because, again, it's a purely political thing that people want to do. You get the highest payout for being pro-life. Because, like, think of it. If I say my activism is over Black Lives Matter, I go out, I protest, I donate my money, I, I hit the streets, you know? But, like, when you're pro-life, all you do is, you know, you go out, you yell at people, and you get to feel better about yelling at that people. And then you feel like you're morally superior and you're going to go to heaven. You you get the ultimate high uh, off of that because you're like, you know what? I'm doing God's work. Not my work. You're doing God's work. Yeah, it really is like that. And not to mention, like, you know, even if you are pro-life or pro-choice or whatever, like, think... Think about how much money is actually going to be, let's say, wasted from it. Because this is kind of a gross subject that people don't like about it, you know. But um, fetuses and stuff are actually used in a lot of natural medicines and stuff. And um, although that is a gross thought, we're going to have to then take our source of how to get certain types of medicine into somewhere else. And that's going to cost a lot more money that people are going to be upset about that they have to pay in taxes and stuff. And it's going to be like a vicious cycle. Not to mention, like, the idea of a natural death is completely false because, not again, kind of a dark subject, but the chances of a fetus actually staying, like, and going the full term is a pretty small number. Although there's a lot of people on the planet, and so it seems like, oh, it's so simple. It's actually a really small number of fetuses that actually make it to term, and the number is decreasing incredibly because um, that's just how our DNA right now is looking like. Like, Yeah, because it's, it's just like, you know. Our reproduction is kind of failing. And not only that, but when they say this stuff, it kind of makes me feel like, one, are we talking about when when you bring up what about you know rape incest which is horrible you know people like like to think oh well God chose you for that but like imagine that happens to you you know Im- imagine like say people who identify as men who think about this imagine this happens to you and one you're tied to your rapist for the rest of your life someone who honestly it's something you have to live with the rest of your life it's an event that happens to you. It's an event you live with for the rest of your life. It can get better, and you can heal more with time. Uh, but you're tied to them through this child. Yeah. Say that child isn't even viable or isn't even that you know healthy. Say they're racked with health issues. They die at the age of twelve. You know you've grown to love and nurture this child or whatever through the smile of that. 
they die at 12 and now you're 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 left with this 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 feeling of like well i learned to love this child even though i didn't want them mm-hmm. and now 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 i'm here now what and if that child was between say your father and you you also have to always see your father as like you trusted that man you trusted this person and they were supposed to love you and care for you and instead they did this to you they gave you the child and then now you're still forever stuck with them because you have to go through this child's death assets. Yeah, and um, for a lot of people, it's not something that you even have to imagine because um, the number of rape incidents that actually happen inside of a family home are, like, more than 80%. Yeah. And for me, at least, that's not something I have to imagine. No. So, I don't know. And Um, so it's just, it, it really is, like... I don't know. I don't see why they're... I mean, I do see it because this also... We're facing a birthing crisis, so to say. We're facing a crisis because, well, we're underpaid. No one... It's not that no one wants to work. It's that I can't survive on even $15 an hour, Mm -hmm. you know? Much less having a family and thriving. You know, before, you know, Reagan, you know, we would see people with single... Um, income households that are able to not only survive but thrive. And nowadays, you know, you can't even buy an apartment with that. And most of the time, one, we're going under a housing crisis because people, like seven people will buy a thousand houses and then you don't even get to own your own property. It's that it's that person's property. So it's not your home. So we have that crisis. We have, you know, the so-called job crisis where, you know, people have died from COVID and we can't fill those positions fast enough. And not only that, but now they're, you know, they have the audacity to come up to you and say, oh, yeah, we're paying you $10 an hour to face the public, to um, get yelled at all day, come home after 12 hours and do it again all over again. Mm-hmm. So we're facing all these crises. So people obviously do not want to have children. We're facing climate crisis. We're uh, facing uh, food insecurity. So people choose not to have these children. And now their solution is, well, we're forced them to have these children. It's against the law now because it's it's a lot easier to do it that way. So we're like, great, now we have our job force back. Now we have all this back. But at what cost, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, going through the numbers, like, um, even if, like, let's say what happened in May, I I live in Texas, I don't, but <laughs> let's say, let's say I lived in Texas, I, I got raped in May, right? Um, what was that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did you burp into the microphone? No, like, there's this metal thing that, like, grabs. Sorry. Oh, that was God, bro. That, 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 I thought that was my brain cell coming back to me. <laughs> Like, Sorry. it's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> it just travels through the air. <laughs> yeah, no, but let's say, if I was to do the figures or the numbers, um, that baby would die of starvation in, I want to say, maybe three months. Because, oh, yeah. Um, and that's assuming that I was homeless. And I, all the f- money was going into probably a car to get to the work. Um, the to baby's, live in. The baby's needs, like diapers and... 
you know, formula or if you're breastfeeding, you still need certain vitamins. You need um, heat, so um, to keep it warm if you're doing formula. If not, then it's natural, but um, quote, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't, like, you know. That baby would die. Yeah. Like, incredibly fast. And not only that, but some people can breastfeed. Like, um, yeah. my own mom, she couldn't breastfeed. And yeah, my I had, mom couldn't either. Yeah, and I had to do, uh, I had to be on formula. Yeah. And, man, like, there's also a weird stigma around breastfeeding and formula because, like, people say breastfeeding is better, but, you know, fed is better than dead. I'm just saying. Yeah, that is true. But, like, I don't know. My mom couldn't breastfeed because she said that me and my brother bit her. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom's nipple was just dry. Oh, for us. Well, no, that and also I was too lazy. Yeah. I would fall asleep in the middle of eating. For us, she was like. You were feral. <laughs> no, I will fa- my mom said I would fall asleep in the middle of eating, and I just wouldn't latch. And I'm like, damn. Started out not wanting to suck on nipples. Now here I am. Oh, no. <laughs> for my brother, she said that he was like a piranha, and he would just like, and he wouldn't let go. And she was like, that hurts. And you don't want to like throw your baby, but she was tempted. <laughs> it, it almost like, happened. Yeah, it was, and he, she, he was like a piranha. And then. She said that she didn't even try with me because she was like, mm-mm, there's something <laughs> wrong with these jeans. <laughs> I'm yeah. not having my nipples taken off. Yeah. Not only that, but, like, nipples are, like, so incredibly sensitive, bro. We don't understand. Like, everyone's nipples can just fall off. Like, have you ever thought about that? No. They could just fall off. Like, I've grown more aware of this because I want top surgery. But, like, sometimes, like, some people just nick Nick it, and it just falls off, like, yeah. down the drain. That I've read so many stories about that. But I don't know. I mean, like, even just trying to afford yourself, like... Um, I can't afford myself if I... If I, for some reason, got kicked out of my house, I would not be able to um, afford living by myself. I would have to get at least two or three roommates, and we would have to agree to food sharing. Yeah, and um, both you and Aubrey have jobs and stuff. Um, I'm not going to ask personally how much you guys make because that seems like personal. I make nine fifty an hour. Oh. <laughs> I make $11 an hour, and thankfully with holidays, it's about to go up to 12 so. That's foul. But <laughs> I work at a space museum. That's foul. <laughs> I mean, nobody likes space. Everyone likes soap. <laughs> That's so foul. <laughs> you mean <laughs> it's no. because we went to space that we got cool soap now no it isn't yeah <laughs> that has no correlation that's what god it. said you know when your dog like you give it a microphone it goes careful what you what you do because i might just leave it in my my old dog used to come to like doors if like we were in our room and our door was closed and you just hear him. <laughs> 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 he's trying to smell them toes from the other side bro <laughs> smell the door and you hear him go <laughs> <laughs> no. just walk away my old dog check. before he passed um if i had my door closed because i like sometimes like my brother would put like his game hella loud mm-hmm. in the living room he would go and scratch he would go shh shh until like i opened the door like he'd be there for hours bro if i didn't open the door because one time i fell asleep and he was actually there for hours i don't know with my dogs i'm ruthless man if i don't i don't care they'll i'll look at them and i'll just close my door on them 
You <laughs> ever, do you ever like, are you ever just chilling and you look at your dog and you're like, I'm going to mess with them? Yeah. Yeah. I leave my room to specifically mess with them. Like why? Like you just see them like sleeping or chilling and I'm just like, I just go up to speed and I'm like, <laughs> 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 he's, he's like, hey, yo. And then we start, and I start fake boxing and go, pff, and he just starts biting my hands. Oh, I fake box too, but I don't know what your excuse is. But my brother moved out of the house, and so it's like I'm an only child. I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah, every, but every time I try to mess with Eddie, like he he always goes too far, bro. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm gonna tell mom. <laughs> no, and that's rude because you know he goes too far, and then he tells my mom, and my mom's like, "Damn, Leslie, you should have instigated it." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh I'm like, Ma, you grew up with seven siblings. How the fuck do you not know that they just do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but what my siblings and stuff. I I grew up with mostly boys and stuff, so like feminism comes hard by it yeah. it's a struggle to teach a house of like six boys bro it's like, hard to respect teach women <laughs> it's a hard to teach a house of my dad and eddie <laughs> respect yeah i don't know and there's like especially nowadays with like um hookup culture and mm-hmm. stuff like the idea of no is so hard to teach for some reason mm-hmm. like, even if like they they what what some people do um, is that they, they're like, oh, no? Well, you uh, you start pestering them until they say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if they did they actually want it? Like, you know, unless, like, you have some weird kink and th- that you say no, and then you have another safe word. Because um, I've seen that, unfortunately. Yeah. So, like, uh, and you have a safe word. Unless, like, that happens, like... If they're not in the mood, if they're not enthusiastic about that, even if you're like, mm, that means no, bro. They don't, like, why? I don't understand the obsession with people that they want to have sex with someone that's just not enthusiastic to go with it. I have a hot opinion. What's up? About, like, what we were talking about before, about being pro-life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my opinion, if you want to call yourself pro-life and whatever, that's fine. If you want to be pro-life, you need to get your kids vaccinated. You need to work on vaccinations. That's true. You cannot have an unvaccinated kid because then that just mutates disease. Yeah. And that gets other people sick and and not to be blunt, but kills them. Like, yeah. you have, in order to be pro-life, you need to vaccinate your kids. If you want people to have kids so bad, they need to be vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is something that does make me extremely angry. Like, people are like, there's no way in hell that I'll get vaccinated and that I'll vac- I won't vaccinate my kids. Mm-hmm. Because, like, why? It, it is free. And if you look at the research done, COVID was discovered in 2002. And, yeah. they've been, and they've been researching and trying to make a vaccine since 2002. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That is so refreshing but, here. But also, like, it's not like because of COVID, you know, vaccinations have just become a thing. We've been vaccinating kids since Polio. forever. Yeah. yeah. There was polio. There's the a mad AIDS cow disease. Academic. Yeah. Measles. Um, tubercul- tuberculosis? Yeah. yeah. Tuberculosis. I was thinking of tetanus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so because of vaccines, people don't die of consumption anymore, which is tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. We don't have people who get polio and die anymore. We used to not have people. Measles was almost eradicated. But because of uh, the whole anti-vax movement, now we have measles. 
and it should be a dead virus. It exactly. should be one of those things that we just don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are coming back because people don't want a vaccine, which is, you know, that's all up to you. But also, if you're thinking about it, like, pro-life, you should, like, give your kids the best opportunity to, yeah. Like if you love your children, if you truly love your children, you would give them the medicine they need. If my, if, you know, you know, the problems if I have, like, I'm even fighting with my brother. I would still give him medicine. I still check on him. I still, you know, make sure he's all right. You know, I give him the medicine he needs. If he needs to go to the doctor and get, you know, Tamiflu and get an injection for something, I take him. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I'm not even his parent. So why can't you care for your own children? I don't know how it is here in Kansas because I mostly went to school in Vegas. We had to get vaccinated in order to go to school. Like To go to public school, you must get vaccinated. Yeah. What a lot of people uh, choose to do is they go um, to a private school. Because I thought that you had to get vaccinated to go to a Catholic school. But what ended up happening is that, like, I was vaccinated. But then I went to school with a a kid that was legitimately not vaccinated for anything. And I'm just like, and he said... Well, I've never even gotten the cold before. I'm like, then when you do get the cold, you're going to die, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you do realize when you get sick for real, you're going to die. Like, you're walking a very thin line here. <laughs> like, Yeah, and vaccinations aren't necessarily supposed to be, like, so that you'll never get it. It's so that when you do get it, it's don't just. Don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your body's used to the symptoms and stuff. People who are vaccinated against COVID can still get COVID, but. Yeah. It's going to be way less severe. Like, personally, I had COVID. I've been vaccinated. I would rather be vaccinated to get the symptoms from getting vaccinated, like having that tear. Oh, God. It was awful. Yeah. I'd rather get that again than have COVID itself. Like, I felt like garbage.com. Like, it, like, seriously, I don't. It's just silly to me because I remember seeing a lot of this stuff, especially from my old classmates, being like, okay, why can't they just make a vaccine? But then now they're the same people that are like, Okay, I'm not getting vaccinated because they just feed into a bunch of garbage. Like it's like it really is a weird echo chamber that exists because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, because before, like, there was anti-vax people, but before the internet became popular, mm-hmm. like they had no place to talk about it and be around each other. Yeah. So, what they decided to do is that they found each other, and then it makes more and more people. And it seems that. You know, once you become so anti-vax, there is no going back. Because mm-hmm. you can't really argue with these people. They have their mindset on whatever. And then they go through the same one joke if they uh, say, oh, well, I identify as vaccinated now. They use a gender thing. like so. Uh, you I know, identify as an attack helicopter. helicopter. <laughs> you know, like they do the same one joke. It really is they only use that one joke. And... To be fair, for all the people that don't want to get vaccines, I completely understand if you lived in the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. if you got your delivery by walking a week to a store, you know, you don't have any neighbors or anything, you teach your kids all homeschool and everything. I completely understand that because then, you know, you don't trust the vaccine, but also you're not subjecting your kid to, you know, the outside world and could get them sick. They're in like a stable environment. Yeah. You know? So if you Amish, then yeah. 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 But if you're listening to this right now, then go get vaccinated, bro. <laughs> like you are not Amish. Yeah. If you're, you, you know. drive to Walmart, <laughs> like you are around other people. Yeah. And people who don't take advantage of like Walmart's like 
you like go and do the pickup service and you're like not vaccinated, you just go into the store. Kudos to you. You are risking it out here. You like, are you are honestly raw dogging life. Exactly. Bro. Like <laughs> me and my family are all vaccinated, but when we go to like stores and stuff, especially to, Walmart, to get like clothes, we like wash the clothes at home now and everything oh, yeah. before we wear. I don't even wash the clothes. I strip the clothes. <laughs> I like soak them in the tub for like yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah I, like and we for our groceries, we do the like pickup service. We like do the parking spot and like they put all the groceries in the back of our car and we don't talk to them. Yeah, I mean, they try and talk to us, and, like, we'll be friendly, but we're, like, you can talk to us from over there. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I go inside, which sometimes I do, yeah, I just, like, I wear my mask, and I'm, like, if someone stands right behind me, even before COVID, don't stand so close to me, bro. Yeah, oh, my God. Do not touch me. Like, I am here to get my milk, get my freaking green onions, and leave. I don't want you being so close to me. The line's not going away. That's a very specific grocery list. Milk and green onions. That's because that's what I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were told to pick up before you come home. Yeah. Like, at my place of work, you have to smell things. People pull down their masks, and then they're, like, smelling a card, and then they hand it to me, and I'm like, oh, like I have to take it from them. You can smell it without taking off your mask, bro. Yeah. But also... Especially, like sense like that it's concentrated so you could smell it yeah. if you have like um i go to like candle places and everything all the time mm -hmm. and like they like have the cards for the scent so that you don't have to open the candle itself and whatever i don't give the card back i put it in my pocket and wait to throw it away somewhere else like Sometimes that, i don't even remember to throw it away that, that's also like you know later. that that's like when people go to restaurants and like they'll like like put all the food in the napkin and then they'll drop it on the floor and it's like why i have to pick that up like mm -hmm. you didn't even have the courtesy to put it on the plate so i could just throw all of it in the garbage no i have to physically pick that up with my hand it yeah like, and it's covered in food we have to at our like <laughs> where i work we don't have candle like testers like that but like i watch people like we have testers and you spray it on cards I watch people take the tester and shove it in their nostril. I'm like, Why? what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, that's it. I don't think they go in there to smell anything. I think they're getting like that straight alcohol. You know, <laughs> like they're the same kid that you caught smelling glue. Oh my god! In third grade. <laughs> one time when I was at daycare when I was little, I watched a kid get hand sanitizer, look at it for one second, and just full lick hit it off his hand. Okay, but not. If you don't try it once, how are you going to know <laughs> what it tastes like? Uh, one time I saw, one time there was this kid that I went all through school with, and he was allergic to hand sanitizer, and whenever he pissed people off, they would just put hand sanitizer in their hands and chase him around. Oh, my gosh. But also, oh like, God. the same kid, honestly, he shouldn't have been alive because I saw him multiple times. No, he honestly <laughs> shouldn't have been alive because when we were playing basketball in fourth grade, cracked over his head like an egg. Then... Later on, he, like, dove into the water. It was way too shallow, and he, like, broke his neck. And then, like, multiple times, man, this kid, I don't know what deal he got with God, bro. But honestly, <laughs> like, uh. he got staples up the wazoo. Like, <laughs> like he should have been able to walk, and he's just like, hey, guys, you I'm know, good. He's got plus six regeneration, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what this kid was on, but, like, he was the most country guy I've ever seen in my life. And honestly, I don't... I have no idea how he's alive, bro. Like, but also, if there was like a zombie apocalypse sort of thing, you know, like when I'm the picking him. If I'm taking him too. 
Because, like, chances are he's going to get shot with a bullet and live. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, good. Like, I have no idea what this deal. Like, this this was, like, the, the biggest things that happened to him. Like, there's multiple things that, like, this kid was covered in scars. And, honestly, the doctors told him multiple times, how are you not dead, bro? Like, they just straight up told him, hey, you should be dead. Like, honestly. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just chilling. Yeah. Anyways, I got a perm. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to uh, pause. It's 2.10. Do you have to go? You said yeah. you had to go at 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where Aubrey has to go. But thank you so much for giving us your opinions on things. It was really appreciated. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to take a break and we'll come back.